1: hey peeps i want to let you in on a little secret the guys over at CLNS actually don't know everything about sports it's true we're close of course but we're always trying to learn more and one of my go-to spots for content on all things sports is The Athletic. It's a subscription-based publisher of smarter sports coverage for the diehard fans, and now you can be just like us and subscribe, except you can subscribe for 40% off. Yeah, that's right, 40% off. Go to theathletic.com slash thegarden and get started now. It's legitimately $3 a month, people. It's cheaper than a bad coffee, and you can get to read dudes like Jay King, Jared Weiss, Clevis Murray, all very smart Celtics reporters who I know personally and would vouch for. Heck, two of them were even former CLNS guys, so come on, support the crew. With The Athletic, you won't see annoying pop-ups, you won't see autoplay videos, you won't see ads. Instead, you'll be subscribing to in-depth coverage written by some of the best around. Don't just learn about a signing or a trade. Learn about why and how that trade happened or that signing happened. That's the type of good stuff you're going to get at The Athletic. And for 40% off, subscribers will still have access to the national content. So you get local news and and national news. With more than 650 to 700 new stories published every week across all sports, so go to theathletic.com/the garden, all lowercase, and start your subscription today. That's theathletic.com/the garden for 40% off.
2: Is Gordon Hayward finally returning to form? My name is Mike Petralia, joined by Chris Grenham of the Celtics blog and, of course, CLNS Media. This Garden Report is brought to you by 1in100. 1 go to 1in100.co now and register for your chance to win Killer Pat's Celtics in Bruins tickets and some of the best concerts in town for the cost of a large pizza or a beer. Again, go to 1in100.co now and register today. All right, some interesting comments, I thought, Chris, from Gordon Hayward himself and Kyrie Irving about Gordon Hayward. And it's all about the rhythm and the confidence of Gordon Hayward. And we're finally starting to see some glimpses. Here on Friday night, Gordon Hayward had 14 points in a Celtics 128-95 win over the lowly Cavaliers. What did you think of Gordon Hayward's performance, and are we starting to see good signs?
0: Yeah, every game is another step in the right direction. I mean, Friday night was another case of that. He looked confident with the ball. He was slashed into the hoop, which we really haven't seen yet this year. He's been great on the defensive end, which started a couple of weeks ago, but now that's starting to help him create on the offensive side of the ball. He's shooting the three with more confidence. Obviously, he struggled a lot with that in the early going, so I think it's his entire game that's starting to come into fold, and Kyrie mentioned that earlier this week at practice. He said at one point, you know, Gordon's a star in this league. He was a star in this league, and he still is. So he needed to remind him that and wants him, wants him to play like that, and he's starting to get to that point.
2: He was 6 of 9, and I thought most of the shots he took were clean looks. They weren't forced, yep. and that could be said for all of the Celtics, but I think the Celtics need to feed off Kyrie and Gordon to really get their offensive machine going.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you hear everyone talking about you know, what's wrong with Boston, what's wrong with the Celtics, it all comes back to Gordon Hayward. He's not in his rhythm. He's not the old Gordon is what you keep hearing. And it's going to take a long time. But I think, in my opinion, it's a little sooner than we thought. He's, he's coming around pretty quickly all of a sudden. And I think a lot of that starts to do with the rest of the team. You have Marcus Morris and Marcus Smart creating on the defensive side of the ball, which opens him up on the offensive side and I think he's just more comfortable and it's all about confidence. Once he gets more comfortable, he's exploding a little bit more off of that ankle and it's all about confidence for him, so it's important at this point.
2: Interesting that Kyrie after the game on Friday night said he wanted to give Gordon some space right. and pick and choose his spots for encouraging him to be more aggressive because he didn't want to pressure Gordon into feeling like, "Oh, I got to go to the hoop, oh, I've got to take my yeah. shots." Yeah, and It was
0: similar. We heard a lot about Terry Rozier forcing early in the year, but Gordon was doing it early on too. He was trying to become his old self, and he was forcing, and he he referred to his old self as old G during the press conference night, which I thought was great. But he looks back on old G, but now we've got new G, and he's not forcing. Like you said, he's not forcing those long twos. He's relaxed, and he's playing more of his game, and I think Kyrie has a lot to do with that.
2: The other thing that I found very eye-opening is Gordon looked at a moment, uh, Gordon Hayward did on Friday night, where he thought the old G – Could go up and dunk the ball, but the new G, obviously, post the ankle injury, had to settle for the layup. But what was interesting about that, I thought, uh, Chris, is he's not trying to do something even close to the basket that he's not capable of doing.
0: Right, and he's he's figuring out what he can and can't do. He's figuring out new G, (laughs) essentially, and I think – Earlier in the year, he was trying too hard to become his old self, and he's going to be a good player again, but he's going to be a different player. He's not going to be the same guy we saw in Utah, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. He's just going to be different. So over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to see him adapt and see him kind of learn to his new tendencies, and we've already started seeing that.
2: Are we going to see Kyrie look for Gordon Hayward more in the offense?
0: Yeah, I think so. As Kyrie creates space more and even works off the ball a lot, potentially see Gordon Hayward working as that primary ball handler, and that will create space for himself. And so I think you'll see a lot of two-man game between the two of them.
2: You think he looks good coming off the bench and comfortable coming off the bench? Or, you know, eventually maybe in a week or two or three weeks, it won't matter. He'll be rotating in and out of the starting lineup.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be rotating in and out of the starting lineup, maybe more, a little more than a month from now. I think it will take some time because he's still – I don't want to say shell himself, but he's still coming back. So I think right now you'll see him work off the bench for a while, but he's comfortable doing that. He knows his role. He's a guy who's been in the league long enough to know it's not a demotion to come off the bench. Right. He's playing his role for this team. So soon enough he'll be back in the starting lineup, but for now I think he's comfortable in his role.
2: Indication after the game on Friday night that he expects to play in Minnesota, which yeah. is important because he wasn't able to play in the back-to-back recently, right. and now he says – You know, if the ankle checks out Saturday morning after we get off the long flight to Minnesota and it's okay, I expect to play on Saturday night, which would be another good sign in the recovery for in the return to form for Gordon Hayward. This Garden Report has been brought to you by 1in100. Go to 1in100.co now and register for your chance to win killer Pats, Bruins, and Celtics tickets, as well as concert shows throughout New England for the cost of a beer or a large pizza. Inside TD Garden, my name is Mike Petralia for Crisp Grenham. This has been the Garden Report, CLNS Media.
1: What's up, CLNS fam? I know we love sports, but recently I've been branching out from the sports ticker and checking out the stock ticker. Investing is now where it's at, and luckily for us all, Robinhood is here to help. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos. Best part, it's all commission-free. They make it for everyone, not just the wealthy, and you'll actually understand it too. Other brokerages charge up to $10 per trade, but not Robinhood. The other thing I really like about it is it groups stocks in collections like 100 Most Popular, and then it curates categories like Female CEOs. Lastly, it'll give analysts ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock they have. Very helpful. So listen up. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. All you got to do is sign up at gardenreport.robinhood.com. That's gardenreport.robinhood.com.
2: The Celtics make it two in a row, three out of four, with an easy cakewalk over the new look Cleveland Cavaliers, 128 to 95 here at TD Garden. I'm Mike Petralia, joined by Jimmy Toscano. Blow it up, my man. This report is brought to you by The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com/slash/the-garden and catch some of the best stories out there in sports from our friends Jay King, Jared Weiss, and Clevis Murray, and get 40% off that's deal. a great deal. Yeah, a deal and you can uh, subscribe to the com slash the garden and get it for just three dollars a month a great deal a great deal for Kyrie Irving and the Celtics yeah. Kyrie Irving 29 points the Celtics needed him early on when there wasn't a lot of energy in the building he had 29 points 11 of 15 shooting but the bigger story I think Jimmy is the way the Celtics finally took care of business to start the second half they outscored Cleveland 39 to 20 in the third quarter
1: I think they were yeah the second quarter they're kind of keeping it close Brad was experience uh, experimenting with a couple right. different little lineups throwing like Yabaselli in there a little bit more but third quarter they took it to him I mean like you said it was maybe a little bit of lack of energy in the building but one guy who's not gonna lack energy is Kyrie Irving against his former team in the Cleveland Cavs and you can tell he was just in his bag tonight I mean efficient like from start to finish 29 points like you said five of seven from three and this is a guy who he he's you can tell he's he's coming into his own now. You can tell we're we're getting into midseason form here.
2: You know what I think was also important tonight? The two Marcuses again. Oh, and Marcus Smart nasty. in the starting lineup and both Marcuses in the starting lineup, their second straight game. They look great together. And the question for Brad Stevens is gonna be how will this impact the rest of the bench, namely Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward?
1: I mean you can't if, if you're Brad Stevens, you can't mess with success because the big issue they had to start the year was that they couldn't, they couldn't seem to mesh or gel on that starting lineup. So now you've got, you've got almost like you've you got a first unit and you got a second unit now. So when Jalen Brown comes back, I think he comes off off the bench. You know you don't want to rush him back off an injury anyway. So he comes off off the bench, and now you've got a lineup where they've been performing, and now you've got a second unit that's better than a lot of starting lineups out there. So I, I think what they have going right now is good. You don't mess with it. I think when you get Horford back, Bane slides back to the bench. And, um, you know, Marcus Morris tonight, talk about a guy who's embraced his role no matter what it is this year. Whether he's coming off the bench or starting, he's hit every big shot asked of him.
2: All right. And also, this was an important game for a couple of reasons going into tomorrow night. Al Horford with a uh, bulky knee. Um, this is actually before the game, Brad Stevens said this was a scheduled maintenance night off. So Al Horford did not play. And the Celtics have Minnesota half the country away tomorrow night.
1: That's a t- I mean we got to talk tough, to the schedule makers about that one. I mean that's like one of those scheduled losses almost. I mean they must they might be on the plane right now. The game ended 10 minutes ago, but it's tough to go across the country like that. I mean playing a a young a young Timberwolves team that's going to be ready to go. It's going to be up for them. I mean every team Aside from the Cavs, apparently, uh, gets up for the Celtics. So this isn't going to be a cakewalk. They're going to need a. It's good that Horford had the night off because they're going to need right. a healthy Horford tomorrow to go up a guy, Carl uh, Anthony, Carl uh, Anthony Thomas, who, yeah, Anthony Towns, excuse me, who is obviously a stud.
2: All right, and uh, obviously two stats that stick out to me: the Celtics shoot nearly fifty percent from three-point range, and they outscore the Cavaliers by eighteen in the paint.
1: Yeah, I mean, the three-point shot, they're going to live and die by it. Brad Stevens, as we know, you know he's not a mid-range guy. He's going to have his team. If, the, if it's 53-point attempts, they're going to take 53-point attempts. Those shots were not falling to start the year. And I think if, if you're a numbers guy, you're just crossing your fingers and you're saying, you know what, just a matter of time before, they, before these numbers end up adding up, and they're going to eventually hit and hit those averages that they normally
2: hit. And it was great to see big game Bob get in there. He is Fireboard. now... <laughs> he is now six for six in his Celtics slash NBA career. He has not missed. But as uh, Perkins better watch out that field goal percentage. Maybe that's why. In Jeopardy. Maybe that's why Danny Ainge said he's not quite Perkins is not quite a fit for our team <laughs> right now. Who knows? Right. But anyway, a great energy night to finish this one off. Gino, time with three and a half minutes to go in the um, game. Good news it. all around. The Celtics beat the Cavaliers. One twenty-eight to ninety-five. Yes, he is. It's always a good night when Tommy's in the building and the Celtics come out on top. This uh, Celtics post-game report has been brought to you by The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com/slash/the-garden and receive forty percent off your subscription. Again, go to theathletic.com/slash/the-garden for a great subscription. For the cost of just three dollars a month, you can't a bad lose. Cup of coffee. The
1: cost of a bad cup of coffee.
2: That's Jimmy Toscano. I'm Mike Petralia, CLNS Media. This episode is sponsored by
1: Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Yes, you heard me. I said battery heated clothing. You know how nice it is when you open up the car door, you sit down in your seat, and it's nice and warm, nice and toasty? Well, now you can take that feeling with you anywhere. Action heat can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees, and it's powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours. And get this, that same charge you can use to charge your phone. I'm sure you can think of many people in your life who would throw on these clothes in a heartbeat, especially those of us stuck in New England this winter. But now, I say bring on the snow. Maybe you're looking for a cool holiday gift. Boom. Done. Or potential ski trip this winter. I say stay out for a couple extra runs because frostbite ain't touching ya. Or maybe it's that brisk or freezing cold walk to class in the morning. They got heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like a heated base layer or some long johns. Hey. Head to toe, folks. And it starts at just $39.99. I actually do own the vest, which I must say is pretty stylish regardless of the heat. And I'll be completely honest, I'm wearing the socks as we speak. They're great for just hanging. In fact, I plan on buying a pair for my brothers, who I know most likely will not want to spend too much money to heat their apartments this winter. So listen up, we got a special deal for all of our listeners. You can save 20% off your entire order if you go to actionheat.com slash garden. Check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash garden. Or... You can use the coupon code GARDEN at Checo and save 20% that way. Stay toasty warm this winter or summer or spring or fall while you enjoy all those outdoor activities with Action Heat. And we want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast.
0: The Boston Celtics finally found their starting lineup for the time being with Marcus Morris and Marcus Smart in their starting five. This segment is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is offering users a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Go to gardenreport.robinhood.com today. That's gardenreport.robinhood.com. Cavs need
1: actual Robinhood. Steal from the rich, give to the poor. They could use. They could use. Yeah, they There's could use a, a little bit of that.
0: Yeah. Road. One takeaway from tonight was that the Cavaliers are not in great shape at the moment. But we got another chance to see the same starting lineup that the Celtics dished out on Monday in New Orleans, that included Marcus Morris and Marcus Smart, but. Instead of Al Horford, we saw Aaron Baines, Al Horford, receive the night off due to rest, first night of a back-to-back. So is this the Celtics' starting lineup with, for Brad Stevens going forward here?
1: I think, yeah, slide Horford back in. and I think it has to be. I mean, you can't, and I said this before, you can't mess with the success. I mean, we yeah. know that they weren't finding too much success with the starting lineup that they had to start the year. And that's funny because all offseason we were getting, you know, people were saying, oh, well, would this guy come off the bench? We were like, right. guys, they're going to start these five players. These are the five best players. Let's not even talk about this. And now, look, you know, Browns going to the bench, you yeah. know. You know, Mark. The two Marcuses are in. So, and I, I think I, I think they are going to keep it. I think there's some balance there. I think that Kyrie and Marcus uh, Smart have a good you know yin and yang going with them right now. You know, obviously Marcus comes in, he's like tenacious defender, and then Kyrie is just like next level right now with the ball in his hands and hitting shots. And then Morris has been you know probably aside from Kyrie, their most consistent player all year. Yeah. So throwing him in the starting lineup maximize his you know his usage right now and I think that they've just got – we we knew how deep they were, and we're just finally starting to see it.
0: If you had told me at the beginning of the season that Marcus Morris was going to be the most consistent (laughs) and efficient player on this team, I would have told you you were insane. But back to the yin yin and yang thing with Kyrie and Marcus Smart. I think it's interesting. They've been working Marcus Smart as a primary ball handler a lot going forward here, and Kyrie's worked really well off the ball. Do you think they're going to continue with that going forward? Say Jalen Brown comes back healthy – how do you think that impacts this rotation? I mean, things are going pretty well in that backcourt at the moment.
1: I think the backcourt stays. I mean, and it's funny that they are working, more, um, working smart with the ball because we, we know how good Kyrie is with the ball in his right. hands. But to free him up, and, you know, he does have that release that, you know, when he's feeling it, you want to just get him you know, want to get him around screens. You want to get him open for the shot. You want to get him in, in motion. You know, when he catches that ball in motion, him going to the rim, I mean, there's really nobody trickier than he is going right. to the rim. So I think it's working well for them right now. And why would you change it? I mean, they're – they've got back-to-back games where they you know the season high end points yep. um and I just think that you'd be you'd be overthinking it to go back to something that wasn't working just because oh to start the year you know Jalen Brown wants to start no I mean yes yeah, Jalen Brown is super talented player and could he be in a lot of starting lineups absolutely but if he you know I think he's going to start off the bench to begin with because he's coming back from an injury yeah. so it makes sense you know you're not going to throw him back into the fire and throw him 35 minutes you're going to ease him back in and as long as the results remain you know the in the W column, or even if they're, they're close L's. I mean, I think you've got to stick with what's working right now and stick with what players are meshing with which, which, with what players. Yeah,
0: and I think it's certainly working early on in these games. A lot of the Celtics' yeah, struggles in the team. beginning of the season, they got off to these really, really poor starts where they'd find themselves down double digits and they'd right. go into this desperation mode in the second half. Marcus Smart doesn't allow that. He jumps right out. He had to ter- force a turnover in the first possession of tonight's game right off the bat, and I think that energy is is extremely important. You know, a lot of people find starting lineups maybe are overthought and, and not as important as people think. Sure. But for this team, those quick starts have been pretty important as of late.
1: Because you saw them go down double digits and then claw their way back. And then, like, in the fourth quarter, they're scrambling, and they make it a game, and then they lose. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. Marcus Smart, he will just punch you in the mouth to start the game. Like, he's taking that first punch. He's setting the tone, and he's getting the guys going. I think maybe even some of the players were coming out flat, mm-hmm. you know. And, and with Marcus Smart out there, when you get a guy, you know, he's just like a dog out there, you yeah. know, and fighting for everything. You can't help but feed off that if you're out on the court playing with him, and I think that that's really resonated recently, and and you can see it. And when when the Celtics do jump out to that early lead, they're most of the time, if not always, the more talented team on the court where they just need to keep the foot in the gas and they're going to be just fine, and we saw that in the second half. They really just kind of took it to the Cavs uh, Friday night and just really showed the difference in talent.
0: The Marcuses in the starting lineup seems to be working very well at this point. We'll have to wait and see down the road. If Brad Stevens does stick with this starting five, follow us at CLNS Media and Celtics CLNS on Twitter. Leave your thoughts on the Celtics starting five in the comments.